This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. All right, at 816, we have to say goodbye to Bill Blankenship as a head football coach, but we also have to say this. That's right. The former head coach at Owasso is also having a birthday today. How you doing, buddy? Well, I'm a little disappointed you didn't sing that, Rick. That would have just been a little more, uh, I don't know, more meaningful to me personally. But uh, thank you. It's a good day. It would have been frightening is what it would have been. All right. So I said former head coach at Owasso. You getting used to that yet? Well, and you had also led into this segment by saying more portal news. So I didn't know which one uh, we were talking about. So there you go. (laughs) I guess you could be in the portal overall. Bill, of course, handed over the reins at Owasso to Antonio Graham. We talked to Antonio yesterday. Could not have been a more seamless transition. Take me back to when you first started thinking about this, Coach. Oh, gosh, Rick. I, I honestly have been thinking about it. Uh, trying to do a better job with it for about seven years. Um, I felt like that was uh, one of the disappointments I had in, in the way um, we left at Union. Uh, not, I, I don't think it's my job to, to uh, pick a head coach or to, uh, uh, Josh, what am I trying to say? I certainly don't hire that person, Great. our school administration and, and school board and all that, but I I do think I uh, naively felt like that in a good situation that we had at Union that it was such a no-brainer to kind of keep things going the same direction that I didn't address that with anybody. And so, um, you know, the Union's been great, obviously, with Coach Fred, but there was a a hire in between that I think kind of set things back a little bit. And it had nothing to do. Kevin Wright's a good man, good coach. It just sometimes it's a bad fit. Right. And I think that that was one of the things I was a lot more um, intentional about from the moment I started at, at uh, Owasso was that uh, if this thing goes well, I want to be a, I want to do a better job of transitioning uh, and and keep the program at least from my side of it moving forward by identifying some people that I think can be the leaders, the next leaders of the program. That's a, that's a really forward-thinking thought. So when did the actual thought, so you had that in mind, but when did you really start feeling like, all right, it's very near the time I want to make this next step? Well, you know, and I, I say this a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but not so much. Um, you know, some of us have, have uh, you know, friends in the in the media that, that don't let us not think about when are you going to retire and uh is this the year and is you know are we and so it's almost like a a a yearly thing that we would go through about this time of year um but i i always do say you know i i I try to pop off and say i can read and i can count and i know what the calendar says and i know today i had a birthday and i know the reality is you can't do this forever it's not going to happen. And so what becomes, you know, some of the key points, I am so glad I still enjoy going to work. Um, it's, it's harder to do all of it, but sometimes you, I, I think this is where I got to Rick. 
we we've been in a transition phase for a couple of years and specifically went even hot and heavy this year because I knew that I was on the the short rows as my grandpa used to say and um you know I I met with our coordinators last oh last winter and said I wanted to do something different moving forward I want to completely hand off uh the 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 preparation the game plan the um uh, play calling offense defense special teams i want to become a little more of the uh, supervisor ceo type and get you guys more ready uh to for me to be comfortable when i do step aside and i will just tell you that it was way beyond my expectations um you know antonio did so much of the organization and planning and um, all of that stuff I challenged him with, uh, dealt with a lot of the issues. He has for years with me, by the way. But we tr- we transitioned and had uh, Zach Simmons and and um, Justin Morrissey do all of the game offensive game planning, lead it, leading it with the rest of the staff. Zach Simmons called every play, first time in, in uh, my career as head coach that I'd given that up. And I will just tell you, we got better over it. Um, he was better. Uh, gave us, I think, uh, a fresh approach offensively. Paul Cherry was our special teams coordinator. Um, did that and and literally took, you know, just advice and just elevated his game to to get us where we need to do. Jacquez Washington helped Antonio with the defense, and between the two of them, called everything. And I just, it was clear that we had a really good year, and we've got a young a young team. And so I just the the timing is perfect, and so it was an easy decision uh, as it got further down into the season, and um, just felt very good that we were going to, you know, turn this over. And Antonio is the right man at the right time. Bill Blankenship with us, former head coach at Owasso and Fayetteville and Tulsa and Union and uh, Edmond and Eastwood and you name it, a lot of folks and a lot of places. Uh, <laughs> yeah. more, more about that career in a moment. First of all, at 823, Bryce has a question. Yeah, Coach, I was curious. You know, when you look back at your career and more specifically your career as a head coach when it was first starting, were there any tips or traits that you learned and you ended up carrying with you for the rest of your time that you felt like, whether it was intentional or not, that you've passed on to Coach Graham and that you already see in him? Well, I've tried to uh, pass on everything I can think of. And and the best thing that's happened with Antonio and me is that he did play for me. Uh, so he, he got a good dose of it for four years at Union. And then he was, our, he was with us the entire four seasons. I was the head coach at Tulsa. And then he's been here the entire seven. And um, Antonio's been the assistant head coach for seven years. And so I have kept him in, in I think, every parent meeting, every, um, you know, administrator meeting that I could take him to, uh, everything that I did, booster clubs, all of that stuff he's been involved with. And so I'm just trying to give him a little flavor uh, of all of it. And, and he's taken lots of notes and made mental notes and all that. For me personally, growing up, um, I started, I really went through an interesting path. My first job was a head coach. Uh, Of the 23 years of high school ball, only one year was I not the head coach. And so I learned a lot of more trial by fire. Um, I share with uh, 
coaching meetings all the time, and and it's not an embellishment, but I have a file called How to Lose Football Games. And you just keep adding to that over the years of mistakes you made, things you didn't account for, uh, how you would have done it differently. And you, you learn, again, trial by fire. And either either you get better or, or you die in the, in the business. And so um, I've been very fortunate to have to get better because of the people I played against and coached against. And, um, you know, Antonio's heard a thousand of those stories. And it's not, uh, you know, I think it'll help him some. But ultimately, when you get your feet behind that desk, it's a different story. Yeah. We have a text here at 918-262-5072 that wants to know if you're heading down to McKinney on Saturday, that's where there'll be a national championship game. And uh, which division is Harding? Is it Division Three? Division Two. Two. Division Two. Because there's yep. a young man named Sam Blankenship coaching down there. Who yeah. Was, who's How a, about that? Yeah, you're familiar with him. You going down to watch? You know, we're going to look at it. I hope we can. Um, Angie had uh, hip surgery uh, uh, on Wednesday, and it's doing well. Uh, but, um, <laughs> you know, there's just other things out there. But we are all in uh, with Harding, uh, especially with Sam and my brother mm-hmm. Joe. And um, Sam's um, been coaching there since he played. Mm-hmm. He was actually an All-American linebacker. Take a minute to be the, the proud uncle. Uh, that they kept on as a GA and then worked his way into the full-time coaching st- spot. That, so uh, what what a deal. That is cool. He got mentioned, actually, Sandbit at the Union Banquet, so I, I, the end of year thing, which I thought was cool. A couple more moments here with Bill Blankenship. You know, as, as, as you came down the stretch, knowing that you were going to probably turn it over, I, I know you're a, a preparation guy, but as more of a CEO, if that's the case, did you have more time to kind of have those feelings? And did you feel it even more in those last games? Yeah, I, I did, Rick. There were a lot of times, you know, you go out for the uh, um, homecoming, and I, I just traditionally despise it as the head football coach. I mean, there are just all these distractions, all these, yep. all these things that we do to almost not play a football game. You know, we just we have our kids, and they do all these kind of things, and and I can get all irritated by that, and. You know, when you start going back through the other side of it and you're like, you know, this could be the last time that I experienced this, you know, this is really pretty dang cool. You know, you look at all the things that are going into behind the scenes, the the way the the spirit groups and the band and all the investment that the parents make, and you really take a minute and appreciate those things a lot more than you do when you're just a, a selfish football coach. Last minutes of the uh, clock ticking down in, in your final game, did it come to mind, or were you so focused on the game that it didn't? I don't think it. I don't think it really did until the game was over. Um, you know, we were we were so into that that ball game and played well through uh, the middle of the third quarter, and uh, you know, I, I was just so proud. And you know, it happens all the time, but when you get to a point. Um, and and you have to go find those seniors, and they and walk off the field with them and find them in the locker room. Um, it's unbelievable, you know that that um, you you get the the opportunity to be there with them again, and uh, so that was that didn't change. And I think when uh, 
Angie and I were walking out of the stadium maybe right at the end. It was beginning to hit me that uh, that's going to be it. And there'll be a time, I'm sure, and I, I know there's going to be times when you look back and you're thinking, man, I sure wish I was coaching. There'll be a lot of times you're looking back going, thank God I'm not oh, yeah. doing that. <laughs> if you were exactly. going to exactly. give some sage advice to a young person who wants to be in coaching right now, what would you tell them? I think you, you've got to embrace the fact that it is absolutely a wonderful profession. It's, a, I think, a meaningful profession. We need men to teach young men uh, how to do things well. Um, and it is a really crappy business if you're not careful. Um, so it really matters where you are and what you're, um, who you work with. Uh, but I, I do think that's true in life generally. You know, it doesn't. You don't have to be a coach to um, try to look for the folks that you have to go to work for, mm-hmm. and figure out are they the kind of people you want to, you know, to work for because it it does matter. And um, you know, sometimes we we in this profession just chase a job uh, or a title, and you don't look for the, those relationships. And I think that's where I've been very very blessed. Rick, is that I just go place after place. Um, I've been very fortunate to to catch the wave of people that care about people, and uh, I have lifelong friends from every one of those jobs that you mentioned uh, that I got a chance to be a part of. Yeah, and and, and not only that, from just about everybody. I think, uh, you know, I always said, I said this about Dave Rader first, and I meant it, and that is, uh, you know, my son, who he's older and past all this now, but if he was going to play for somebody, I'd want it to be for somebody like Dave or you. And I maintain that. And I think from a lot of young people who are coming up are going to miss the opportunity to play for Bill Blankenship. But I do think Antonio is just you but younger. So I think there's a really good set of – and not only that, Coach Fred at Union, and I know Lauren and yeah. Keith and the guys around, and certainly Josh at Broken Arrow, are getting that kind of tutelage. But you made – you made life special for a lot of people, and I hope you know that. Well, I do appreciate that, Rick. <clears throat> what I will tell you is I am more convinced now that there are more guys out there doing it right than I ever realized and that, that do really care about kids. And we just got to find them and support them and encourage them. And, and I think at some level that's, that's probably what I'm going to transition to is to just you know, being a little more uh, of an investor in young coaches and trying to, to help help them in their process and to encourage them to just keep staying in the fight. So uh, uh, I, I look forward to the next the next chapter. I can uh, I can feel some radio shows coming on about that. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. I know some guys that might want to that I might want to hang out with. Yeah, there we go. Bill, it's a, it's a pleasure. Your friendship is a, a treasure for me over all these long years, and your career is just unmatched as far as I'm concerned. You'll be missed, but I know you'll be around. Thank you for, the, for everything through the years. Thank you, Rick, and I'm sure we'll visit again soon. But uh, have a great holiday and, and give those hugs out, especially to Lindsay. I'll, I'll do that. Tell Angie hello for you. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.